Hi, it's Leah. I'm so happy to tune in again. Um, ugh, I missed another um, deadline last week and I'm so sorry, but it's just been so hectic and so crazy, um, especially because my finals are coming up next week and it's just, uh, I, I just have been running after deadlines, trying to make them and just, you know, trying to focus on um, like viewing whatever I've seen this last um, or this past semester. And it's just been a lot. And um, yesterday I finished my portfolio for one of my courses. And I just finally feel like I'm on top of things again. I finally feel like, like, like I'm, I'm, I'm back at it. Like I'm on top of my studies and I haven't felt that for a very long time. I haven't felt that, I guess, since my internship, which then didn't go so well. And I don't know, it was all these mixed feelings and trying to push through them because like you feel so demotiv demotivated after you, you really, really work hard and push through your limits to do something. And then somebody else gives you critic in not um in not such an uplifting way so um it's been a while since i felt like joy like okay i i got this i can do this and um i, I i'm happy to have that feeling again and i guess what also comes with that is like I've been trying to work on my routine and I've been talking to a friend and I've been like really trying to work on my mindset and that makes a huge difference for me because I felt like I was lacking in Emuna and lacking, you know, sometimes, and I guess we all go through it, sometimes I have these feelings of self-persecution and it's the worst because it's basically Orietara not only making us fail in something, but also making us feel like we're not good enough to come back from that film to, to failure. Sorry, I couldn't find the, grasp the right word. But it's like, normally, whenever we fail, like they say about Chuva, right? About Chuva is he's higher than a tzaddik ever can be. Why? Because when, when about Chuva, is someone not in the literal sense because balchuva is used it basically means for those who don't know what it means it basically means that a man that comes back to the answer that's the literal translation um, now what it means it sometimes is referred to a person who was living a secular life um, a jewish person was living um, in a secular world, uh, living a secular life, not keeping the halachot or, you know, just keeping a few, maybe being traditional, but not really living a religious lifestyle. Um, and so for these persons, for these men, because a Baal is a man, so um, for these men, they would say, like for a man, they would say, is about chuva like for example my husband he's about chuva now if it's a woman then they would say she's about la chuva she she come she, she came back in to the answer that's the literal 
meaning. Now, <laughs> besides for that, I forgot for a minute how I came to that. I guess, like, I don't know if you can feel it. I'm like all over with my energy and I just wanted to to take this 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 opportunity and this chance um to make a podcast with like a podcast I have already a podcast but to make an episode <laughs> with that energy because I feel if you have this kind of energy it's so positive to spread it and it's so um it might energize other people you know and having the chance to pass that on is like one of the greatest gifts that we have anyway to come back to the point why i was talking about balchuva so when it's also referred ah i I lost my point for a minute i'm gonna find it um why did i came to the balchuva yeah so the balchuva and the tzaddik so um it is also used as um Whenever a person fails, fails in something or makes a mistake, whatever it is, in whatever area that may be, um, when he rectifies that mistake, and what rectifies mean, means is a whole other discussion. Um, it basically goes into three steps, if I'm not mistaken, um, which is basically first acknowledging the mistake, changing it, and then telling you sorry. And the interesting thing there is why are you telling sorry at the end? Why don't you start with saying sorry? Like, obviously you can say like, oh, Hashem. like you can apologize, but your apologize doesn't mean anything without your actions being changed. It's like if you're in a fight with this person, like, for example, if you have a friendship or a relationship and you're in a fight and it all the time happens about the same thing. Like, for example, um, Plony and Plonit are always having a fight that Plony leaves his laundry all over. And Plony is saying like, oh, I'm so sorry. I really, really understand what you're saying. You want it to be tidy. You do your best, etc. But if he does it again and again and again, he's apologize. He, he he's um yeah he's apologize. Uh, I don't I don't know if that's a noun. Um, the fact that he's apologizing does not mean anything. So that's the same with chuva. Chuva can only be done once the action is changed. Like once you've done something about whatever is happening and then you can say um oh, i'm sorry hashem um that i that i did this and this and i now see that it was wrong and i'm sorry and please forgive me i'm trying to 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 improve on it or you know um it, that doesn't mean that it has to be perfect but it does mean that um you're trying you're acknowledging it and you're trying to to change it and you're taking small steps however those small those steps may be so anyways to come back to the bal chuva and the tzaddik so they say a bal chuva is higher than a tzaddik why because a tzaddik is basically a righteous person who, who has never made a mistake and a bal chuva has made a mistake and came back from that um meaning that if a normally we would say like isn't the 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 tzaddik 
Like, isn't that a higher place? Because he's never made that mistake in the first place. But the difference is when a Baal comes back from a certain mistake, he sees the wrong in that. He sees, no, that's not where I want to be. That's not where I want to go. And he holds on to that not going there much, much more than the Tzaddik ever does because the Tzaddik, he might not even have thought about to go there in the first place. But he also doesn't know what it's like. So he he cannot grasp that, like he cannot hold on to um to that to to not making that mistake, to that feeling. Um and that's why they say at Sadiq, maybe that's just the the pshat, yeah. Um it's thoroughly explained in the book. Um what's it called? The Emuna book from Shalom, Rabbi Shalom Arush. His books are amazing, by the way, if you don't know him already. So, to come back to that, why did I start talking about the Tariq and the Valchuva? Is because, um, yeah, I, I, I felt like I was lacking Emuna and I was, I was having that feeling, which we all have sometimes, of not feeling good enough. And whether that's my Yatsara or whether that stems from my childhood of always having that feeling of not feeling good enough, it doesn't really matter. Sometimes it's just you sucked into a hole and it's so hard to go out of that. And the worst is if you if is if that if you are at such a position where like your dreams are coming true and so many good things are happening and all of a sudden you just don't know it anymore and all of a sudden you fall so deep that you don't see it and you feel so ungrateful because you just got so many things so yeah um it's not easy to come back from that. Um, but I felt like something had to change within me. It's not my surroundings. It, it Yes, it's tough being a student during COVID. Yes, it's tough sitting home and sit between my walls. But it's, it's, not, it's not my surroundings that make me feel good. And I can plan my day. It's not because I have to study that I need to, I need to study all the time. I need to study from day until night and sit behind my books. No, I can still plan things, obviously until a limit, especially right before my finals. But like, it's important to go out. It's important to take breaks. It's important to, to do some things, you know, and to create this routine. And that's why I started to talk, um, like why we came to this subject is I started to make this routine for myself and I really felt like it, it helped. It helped me to realize things. It helped me to feel different things and to, to, to take my, to, to place myself out of my situation and view it in a different way. And um, one of you 
have asked me to talk about um, how to grow in certain aspects um, within the religion, how to take mitzvot on and how to, to grow. And um, I've been wanting to talk about that for a long time. But the thing is, you can't talk about those things if you're not in a place where you can grow. Because like, not, nothing will seem positive if you're in a in a dark hole and you still need to climb out of it. So that's why I've waited with that until now. Not that my life is perfect. Not that, that anything is just going smoothly. No. But my perception on it is different. And that's just because you're creating a routine for yourself. So what I've changed in my routine is firstly, I have to mention maybe that I am a night owl to say the least, especially during my finals. It's so much easier for me to work during the night. I just feel like productive all of a sudden. I don't know. I like easy mornings, all of that. So, but if I work late at night, I also go to sleep later and I wake up later. I miss Saharit. Not always. Like I always say the basic prayers. Um, but like most of it at a certain point, you can't say anymore. Um, and like it's for a good cause. Yeah, it's for my studies. But it's not it's not a healthy routine. So that's the first thing that I want to say. So I've been talking to my friends about changing my routine and just just changing it. And it I don't always succeed. Yeah, I don't like it's ups and downs, really. Um, it's with ups and downs that I that I reach it. But I strive for it. And it sounds so silly, right? It sounds so silly to have a goal like going to bed early <laughs> um, or to have a goal like waking up early. It sounds silly, but for me, it's really, really hard. I I really sometimes struggle with it. It's hard for me to let go of my work, especially when I feel like I'm in, in the drive. It's all like almost like if, you know, when you're going for a run, I don't know if people run. Um, I don't know if there's people listening to this podcast that actually run. But if you're going on a run, um, I'm sure sometimes... Sometime in your life, you have run before. <laughs> you have ran before, sorry. <laughs> um, I'm sorry if I'm like too much <laughs> energy, but okay, I guess it's nice to have a little bit of a change, right? So um, if you're going for a run, you have something that's called your second breath, right? So you're running and you're running and you're like, you feel like you're at the end of your limit. Like you really feel like, that's it. I can't run anymore. And if you push through that, if you push like just a little bit more, a little bit harder, you go a little bit faster, you just you just say no, no, like it's really fighting with yourself. Um, it's a different fight than obviously an emotional or spiritual fight, right? But it's also fighting with yourself because it's health and it's also a mitzvah to keep your body healthy. Um, but... So you're running and if you push that, that, that tiredness, that you, if, if you push through that, you get your second breath and you just suddenly feel like, oh, it's going better. Like it's going easier and feel like you, you can finish whatever it is. 
Um, and to grow in running, sometimes we have to do that, right? So that we, we don't get stuck just running one round, but we can run more. Um, and that's almost what I have at night. Like I push through and then I feel like I'm getting my second breath. And it's such a nice feeling because after that, you feel so accomplished. You feel like you've done a lot and it's for a good cause. I'm not saying it's not. But it's not a good habit to work until 1 or 2 in the night and then sleeping until 10, 30, 10, 10, 30, 11. You know, it's not, it's not a habit, even if I'm a night owl. It's different if things really need to get done, but not on a daily, on a daily basis. So why did I get into that? We were talking about... Um, routines so going to sleep early and waking up early it's it sounds super basic but it is really vital um for your mood for your for everything even if you're not a morning person like me the second thing i've done is i did something um before I completed my kiyur before I got married. I did something called the letters to Hashem. Or like not the letters, like just letters to Hashem. And what it basically is, is I keep a little small book that I've designed myself. It's just like with some pictures on it because I'm a very visual person and it helps me to get like in, in a certain mood when I see certain pictures or it's helped me to, it helps me to be grateful etc so what i did was and what i start what what i started to do again now is that i wrote and i i now write <laughs> a, a letter to hashem just saying like dear hashem and just telling him what i'm grateful for telling him my thoughts or things i struggle with and I do always try to mention something that I'm grateful for because I don't want to sound ungrateful. Even that sometimes I really am. We all are. Because we all always want more and more and more. And we're ungrateful. Or maybe sometimes we don't even see what we already got. So I write something that I'm grateful for. And it's not like a gratitude diary or something, but it's just like a letter with all my thoughts and emotions and feelings and sometimes it's just one small it's a small booklet it's not even the size of a regular paper it's like a quarter of that so sometimes it's just like that page i think it's called a5 or 6 um but i don't know if that's international sizes so anyways um sometimes it's just one page saying like thank you for this and that and that or, or sometimes it's saying it's it's more and it's with thoughts and emotions and it's 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 pouring my heart out and then I try to read it out loud because I've put my heart into that. Um, so that's another thing I started to do again. And then another thing which I started to do again is, or not not necessarily again. I just started to do. I took a book, the Emuna book what's it called you know what I would look what the title of that book is because it's such a good book the garden of emuna 
The book is called The Garden of Emuna from Rabbi Shalom Arush. And I haven't read in that book for a long time. Because sometimes, you know, like you're reading a book and it's not it's not there. Like it's not you're stuck in some chapter and it's about something that is not necessarily relevant to you at that moment in that specific situation or at that specific time or phase of your life. And so I just was like, okay, I just put the, the uh, what's it called? The, the thing that you put in your book to not to lose the page. And then I started flipping the pages and I just started to, to look like not necessarily for something specific. And I opened it up suddenly on a page about feeling um having emuna like really about the whole book is about emuna but it wasn't anymore about sadaka or it wasn't anymore about these types of subtopic topics but it was really about how to believe in hashem and how to to practice that and I will open it up to give you the specifics because I thought that was so interesting. I was really struggling with um, with just just not not that I don't believe I do chaz um, but sometimes we struggle and I was struggling with my evil inclination with my and with with like i said self persecution and so i opened it up at um where did i open it up i have read a lot by now um i i think at get to know yourself something like that or something on tuva and it was really you know for my shame obviously um It was for my shame that I opened it up at that page. I just was like, you know what? I'm just gonna read a little bit. Um, I don't even remember when I when I said that. I think it was in the morning somewhere. I just thought I just want to read a little bit and just want to open up something. And I really wanted to read this book because I I remembered how I remembered how good this book was and it's it's a good book and sometimes. We struggle with emuna, and not necessarily because we don't believe in Hashem, chaz v'shalom, but because our yetzara, I don't want to say convinces us, but our yetzara works so hard on us that, to come back what I've mentioned before, that when we make a mistake, we get into sadness and we get into self-persecution and we get into not feeling good enough and all those feelings make the situation in real and in your head much worse than it actually is. Because you made a mistake and you can move on and you can do tshuva and you can rise higher than you was before, right? We can become closer to Hashem by making actually mistakes. So mistakes are not a bad thing. But by becoming depressed and by becoming sad and by letting your even inclination take over, that's when it becomes an issue. And it becomes an issue because we are so blind at that point 
for good things. We are so ungrateful for things. Not necessarily ungrateful, but we are so just blinded by by and by the thought that we are we don't deserve nothing good and we don't we are no good and we not we're not good enough for this and all those thoughts make it so much worse because you're not first you're not in simcha second you let your yitzhara take control of you and third you will not do a mitzvah with with simcha like in love like how can you do something in love if you're so sad and you feel like you're not worthy and you're not good and you're not you're not many things how can we do something, a mitzvah in simcha, a mitzvah with love, and connect to Hashem if we don't feel those things? So, <laughs> to come back, I know I've been jumping a lot, but I hope you're still with me. If you made it this far, I'm happy to have you here. Um, and thanks for tuning in. Um, so, I opened this book on that specific day. I don't remember what day it was. I remember... I didn't feel 100% good. I don't know. It's just been like a, a blur because <laughs> um, of all the deadlines and all the all the stuff. So um, I opened it up on that page. And obviously, it's not a coincidence. It's, it's from Hashem, um, Baruch Hashem. And I opened it up on that page and I started reading. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's me. Like, that's how I feel. I do feel like... It's getting harder for me. And I do feel, and, and I so connected to that. And Baruch Hashem, I can cry because of this. Because um, Hashem really does care. And He wants the best for us. And sometimes we get so caught up in blaming ourselves and blaming others and feeling like the world is against us. But Hashem really cares. And Hashem... Hashem is good and he opened that page up for me because he knew it would affect me he knew you know like he's helping me to get over it so I started reading and it was really nice and I decided you know because whenever I'm a little bit down it's it's a little bit hard for me to connect to tefillah and I'm sure I'm not the only one because it's hard like it's hard if you're sad to like what like we said to do mitzvot in love and simcha and prayer is like such a personal connection like how can you pray like with so much kavana if you're so sad it's different than if you're sad and crying sad and crying you can put that emotion the cryness like in in the prayer but what I really wanted was to just pray in Simcha and I couldn't. And I felt so guilty about it because I know things would change if I would pray in Simcha. So I just, I'm doing the basics and I just thought, you know what? I'm still doing the basics, but I'm going to start to read one, was, what is it? Like the Garden of Amuna. If you ever read it, you know that it's like not divided in chapters, but it's like divided by titles. So I thought to myself, you know what? I'm going to write, I really read before my prayer in the morning when I get up. So I do my, my morning, you know, and the washing of the hands and everything. 
Um, and I, I will create for myself this routine of reading one title, like the text between, between titles, um, before prayer. And I'm going to stick to this Emuna book and I'm not going to back to where I originally was by the Tzedakah area. Um, at least I believe it was Tzedakah. Don't kill me if it's not. Um, and I'm just going to start to read from this point on, because obviously this is what Hashem wants me to know. This is what Hashem wants me to study. And this is what I need for myself to, to rise again, to rise above where I was. And, and that's what I did. That's what I'm still doing. That's what I still will do. So routines, what I've done so far, go to bed early wake up early, read this book before prayer, the letters to Hashem. And I think that's about it. Oh, and um, I also am trying, like I'm trying to read just like the past Hanukkah. I was reading Tehilim by my, by the candles of Hanukkah, by my Hanukkah. And I felt such a, Oh, it was so nice. I felt like such a relief. I just tried. I'm really trying. And I tried this, cup, this past couple of weeks to read uh, even just one Tehillim by my candles. And I'm just like making sure that Tehillim is always by me somewhere. So that if I like feel like, okay, Tehillim, like I will read a Tehillim. Um, so I'm making sure like I have a stack of books from what I just told me, told you by my setup place where I pray in the morning and everything. Okay. Just to sketch like a visual <laughs> since I'm such a visual person. Um, and the last thing I did was I noticed that whenever I would say the Shema in my bed before going to sleep, I would not be focused. I don't know. I just... Um, you're already lying down, you're tired, you want to close your eyes. So I'm not saying it like with full focus. So I decided to say it when I'm still like in that place, which is in my living room, basically. Um, but be right before I'm going to bed. And then obviously I'm trying not to talk. Um, and so those are the things that I've been trying to change. And it feels good. It feels good because I'm creating this routine for myself. I'm I'm trying to change things and it really, really affects me. It affects me what I'm reading. It affects me how I'm feeling. This morning I woke up early. I didn't want to sleep super early, but I woke up early and I'm so I'm feel so I feel so much better because I've accomplished so much in my day and I know that I will not be working until 11 o'clock in the night. It, it, it really affects me. It's like all those small things make one. And I'm not, I'm not yet at the place where I want to be, which is a good thing, because then we always have something to strive for. But I'm growing. And I guess if you want to take on something, I guess it's important to always looking yourself first and trying to do everything that you're doing with love, with Kavana, with from Simcha, 
because it's so much easier to stick to something that you're doing in Simcha than if you're not. And it's hard to take a step back. It's really hard. It's, it's so much nicer to take a step forward. That's why I always say whenever you're down a little bit, um, I'm not talking about that deep hole, but just a little bit down. Just stick to where you are. Stick your good. But then if you're in Simcha and you're creating that Simcha, um, however that Simcha is created for you, um, you can go back up a little step and take another step. And you can do it with love and you can find a connection between you and Hashem. And it's the best thing ever. So I guess that's my advice to, to make sure you're in Simcha before taking that small step. And it's, it doesn't need to be big. Um, small steps can be anything. If you want to go in Sneels, try, try some area with skirts a little bit longer, a little bit wider, not too tight, your shirts not too tight, not too, the, the, the elbows covered, the, the, the collarbone, whatever it is. Your hair a little bit, a little bit to the front, kosher, whatever it is, Shabbat, review the laws of Shabbat. It, it can be anything, but try to do it in Simcha and learn a little bit every day. Because it, it gets, even if it doesn't from the start and you just feel like you're reading it, read it. It will get into you somehow. Your, your unconsciousness is taking it in. I don't know if unconsciousness, subconscious, I'm not sure. But I'm, I, I know that you know what I mean, right? It's taking it in and it's, it's making it better. And it's making you better. It's healing you from the inside out. Um, yeah, it's small things that really make a difference. I started a few weeks ago to prepare for Shabbos a day earlier, which I did in the start, in the very, very start. I did a little bit here and there, but I don't know. It was never like... And I always like thought it was so nice. And now I'm like super excited to start early because I know not necessarily that Friday I won't do anything because I know myself and I just think, oh, I have time. Let's make this <laughs> or this. But I know that the basics is done and whatever I'm making and if it fails or works, doesn't matter because the basics is there and we will have food and everything's done. So that extra is just extra. It's it's the small things that matter. Um, it's 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 being in simcha. It's getting yourself in simcha. Whatever your situations might be, seeing the positive in life, the positive thing, being a positive person, even if your surroundings are down. Obviously, your surroundings matter, yeah? Not to say that they don't. Because it's said that the people that you hang around with the most are the people that you will become like. Like, that's not a right sentence. Ugh, I'm thinking too much about sentences. <laughs> um, the people that you are around with the most is the people or are the people... No, is the... Is you the, their best 
um, characteristics are the characteristics that you will you will take from them. Um, and it's really true. So if you surround yourself with ladies and women that only strive to grow, nobody asks you to be perfect. But to strive and grow, how beautiful is that? We always have an opportunity to grow in something different. I think that's beautiful. To strive and be that balachuva. To learn from our mistakes. To see our mistakes. And to learn from them. To find a way and think to ourselves, okay, this is my issue. What, how could I deal with it? What I are, maybe to think about what are other people doing with that? I must not be the only person in the world that is feeling this way, that is having this issue. How are other people solving it? What is an original way of solving this issue? How could I solve it? Write those possibilities down. Solving your issue, seeing your issue, solving it, and then doing something about it. And then, after all that, apologizing to Hashem. Because He's giving you, me, us, everything. He's giving us everything. Sometimes we're just too blind to see it. So, Baruch Hashem, Kilolam Chazdo. It's been good. I hope this was not this was not too active, too energetic. I guess there's some way I have to lose my energy, even though that I went for a run this today. But um, I hope you take this and this energy. I hope you you absorb it and you will take it and and work on whatever it is that you want to work on, at being in Simcha, at taking that next step. I know you can do it. All of us can. And yeah, I'm sorry I missed last week's deadline. I hope I will not miss this week's. It will depend. I'm, I'm, I cannot promise anything at this point, so please Um But um, this was nice. Um, yeah. I actually had something completely different in mind to talk about, but I guess this is what had to be said. Um, not completely different, but it was just a question that was stuck in my head, which was mentioned to me, but um, that will be for next time. Anyways, I hope you have a great day, a great week, a great Shabbos, and after Shabbos, a good week. <laughs> it depends. <laughs> when I will put another podcast out another episode I don't know why I keep saying podcast um, but yeah and if not fake it until you're there because you will be there so yeah have a great day love Leah